gentlemen, start your engines. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health care plan, you'll be able to keep your health care plan. Listening to Jim Paris Live, your source for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Good to have you with us tonight. Uh, wow. <laughs> what a night to be doing a live broadcast, I have to tell you. Uh, just on real unbelievable what i am seeing right now online the videos and we're going to talk about all this tonight in our first 30 minutes during our new segment but then the good news is we'll take a breath and we'll shift gears and we've got a great guest with us tonight her name is ali anderson she's been with us before and tonight the focus is on the topic of angels and uh if all of this was not going on it would be just a fun night to talk about angels and talk about all of our regular topics. But uh, I have to tell you, uh, home confinement is starting to look pretty good right now. <laughs> I'm ready to be ordered to stay back in my house after uh, looking at what's going on. You know, we were we were talking about my wife and I taking some kind of a vacation this summer. And we looked at what's going on uh, around the world, uh, Europe and, and everywhere else. And we thought, well... We can't do that. We can't go out of the country. And then we started looking at, well, where could we go within the country? So let's just go somewhere here in the southeast. And we were talking about Myrtle Beach. And then I saw tonight uh, some videos of rioters in Myrtle Beach. And they're, riot they're rioting pretty much everywhere. The little town I live in, in Palm Coast, we don't have enough people probably for there to be a riot. <laughs> <laughs> there's not much here. They might go burn down the local hot dog stand or something, which would be a real tragedy, but, but we don't really have a lot here. So that's the good news uh, of living in a small town, but even over in Orlando, uh, up in Jacksonville, where I was yesterday, um, they're rioting up in Jacksonville. A police officer uh, was, had his, his throat cut. I uh, apparently has survived the attack, but uh, it, it is everywhere. And uh, I, I don't know. I mean, we just went through the COVID-19, two months of, uh, of all of that. All the schools are closed. You're locked in your house. All the restaurants are closed. And now everything's starting to open back up. And these poor retailers, I have to tell you, you know, it's just heartbreaking to see them. They've just been shut down for, for seven, eight weeks, some of them longer. They're now getting a chance to reopen and their stores are being destroyed uh, by these rioters. So we're going to get into all of this tonight. Uh, next week, our guest in the guest segment is Pastor Paul Begley as we talk about end times and Bible prophecy. And man, oh man, are we not living in the end times right now? I'm telling you, it is like we're in a movie right now. It's, it's beyond belief what is going on. I guess... We can officially say tonight 
that COVID-19 is off the front page of our newspapers, right? Does anybody get a newspaper anymore? It's it's off the front page of Drudge. Let's let's say that. Uh, incredible. Um, wow. Before we tell you about tonight's sponsor, there is a strange conspiracy theory uh, that is is going viral right now online. And I find these conspiracy theories interesting. Um, mostly, I don't believe them. But this is this is kind of a strange one because. I had this same feeling. I might be the only one who who maybe picked up on this uh, early on, but now it's gone viral. Um, I didn't say this to anybody because I didn't want anybody to think I was crazy. But the mugshot that they have circulated of this officer who was arrested for the murder of George Floyd. So the mugshot came out, but then there's the video of this officer and Obviously, there's just a few days between the video and this still picture. And so people have done a still shot, a number of still shots from the video and have compared this to the mugshot of the officer. And I have to tell you, when I saw the mugshot, I had the same. I I immediately thought that doesn't look exactly like the same guy. So some people are spinning a conspiracy theory that, I mean, some of these these theories are absolutely insane, uh, including that uh, George Floyd is still alive. I mean, are we crazy? Uh, people are thinking this is all some kind of a psychological operation. All of that is nuts. But I have to tell you that now that people are circulating these two pictures side by side, and I thought this to begin with, I don't think it's a different person. I think that's nuts, but it does look like a much younger Derek uh, Chauvin than in the video. It, it just does. And you'll see this. Uh, this is going viral right now. There's a number of people posting this. It's all over Facebook. I don't believe any of the crazy conspiracy theories that this was all made up to Take down Trump. None of this really happened. That's just nuts. We're not going to even go there. But it is interesting to look at the mugshot of this officer. The supposed mugshot looks like a much, much younger man than who is pictured in the video. Go look at it online. Just type it in and you'll see this. All right. Tonight's sponsor that pays pays the bills for tonight is the virtual asset retirement system. This is my new online course that I'm teaching. And I have to tell you, I'm having a lot of fun with this. Uh, we've got quite a number of people already signed up in the class. And what we're talking about are different ways of making money working online. And the class is really about all the things that I do to make money online. I just kind of share with you everything I'm doing. And I've been doing this for many years and I did an online course for a few years from 2008 to 2015 on internet business. We decided to stop it in 2015 and take a break from it. And people have asked me month after month after month, I get requests, Jim, can you start that up again? Because so many people loved it. They were able to start side gigs, side businesses and do really well with it. So that's tonight's sponsor so that we can be commercial free is the virtual asset retirement system. 
what I did to help people to see what it is, I actually put up there three of my first classes are free. So it's like a free preview and it's up there for you. You can check it all out by going to varstraining.com. That's V like in Victor, A-R-S like in Sam, V-A-R-S training.com. Tonight's sponsor, varstraining.com. Okay, a lot of things happening tonight. I, I don't even know where to start. Uh, this news just in, uh, the NBA legend Michael Jordan speaks out on the George Floyd death and the protests. And the quote I have here is, quote, we've had enough, end quote. And, you know, I really like Michael Jordan in so many ways, not just as an athlete, but also as a person and as a role model, too, for kids. And I'm not exactly sure what Michael Jordan is saying there. I was hoping for some really great leaders in the African-American community to come out and to explain the difference between a protest and a riot so that that some of these younger people could understand the legacy of Martin Luther King that that I get it I if I get it why you would want to protest and and you know what you need to do in a protest is you need to be peaceful you need to have leaders you need to have demands you need to be able to negotiate for what you want I don't know that these people even know exactly what they want we all agree we all as americans i hope we all agree that what happened on that video to george floyd was wrong but isn't the system working the officer was fired and charged with murder he's entitled to a trial he's presently being held on five hundred thousand dollars bail He's currently on suicide watch. His wife immediately filed for divorce. His career as a police officer is over. He's facing possibly the rest of his life in prison. The system is working. I do have questions, though. Why haven't they released all of the video on what happened? There's a space of a few minutes from the time that they arrive on the scene to the time where we see the officers holding down George Floyd. I would like to see the rest of that video. And they all were wearing body cams. Why don't we get to see the whole thing? I would like to see the whole thing. I also want to know why haven't they charged the other three officers? There was a new cell phone or a, or a security camera, a video that came out yesterday from a different angle. And what it showed from the other angle, the other side of the police car, is not just George Floyd, I'm sorry, not just Derek Chauvin with his knee holding down George Floyd, but two other officers also with their knees on George Floyd, uh, middle of his back and then in his lower body. And then there was the other officer standing by there watching it all. It seems to me that they should all be arrested and charged. Why are the other three officers not being charged? I have that question. What about this story that the officer who's been charged with murder and George Floyd worked together 
What? Apparently, George Floyd was a security guard at the same nightclub that Derek Chauvin also worked at off-duty, part-time. And they, they worked there during the same time. I'm just, I think that's weird. It just adds more mystery to all of this. I don't know what that means, but it it might mean, I don't know, maybe there was another motive uh, behind this whole thing. Maybe this officer had some kind of a history with George Floyd that made him do this. That would maybe explain it. Maybe there was bad blood between them before this arrest. I, I don't know. But the media seems to have just skipped over that. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't change anything, really. I mean, George Floyd is still dead. What happened on that video happened on that video, which was horrible. Um, but it's just mysterious that they work together. I don't know. I'm just thinking if I were a police officer and there was a guy that I worked security with that I'd be like, hey, old pal, how are you doing? What's going on here? I, w- I would think that things would have been even easier to have been worked out. But then the opposite turns out to be true, which makes me have a lot of questions about th- that whole situation. And, and maybe that gives us more answers to why the officer did what he did. I, I don't know. It's it just it's it's uh, I don't know. It's it's suspicious to me that they work together and no one's really talking much about that. I think the answer to this, honestly, isn't it what happened, which is citizen journalism. Young lady takes out her smartphone and films what happens. This is what we need to do. If you see someone being uh, taken advantage of by a law enforcement officer, I have a dash cam in my my Jeep. You know, if I had a situation where I was pulled over, I would turn that dash cam around. I, I mean, this is part of the solution is people doing what happened in this case. And, you know, like a lot of people have said, if not for that video, who knows what would have happened? Who knows if this officer would have ever been charged? Uh, the video is the video, and it's horrible to watch. I can barely wa- I, I could barely watch it the one time that I did watch it. Uh, but this is what we need to do. Rioting and looting is not what we need to do. Rioting and looting is not the same as a protest. What you do when you riot and loot is you reduce yourself to a criminal and you destroy the cause that you claim to represent. You you destroy the purpose behind what you're doing. Protests in the spirit of what Martin Luther King would have done is what needs to happen. And these protesters, let's be honest, they're not just African-Americans protesting. There's also white people out there protesting with them, which I think is great. But the rioting, the same thing. There are white people involved with the rioting, along with African-Americans and people of of really all races. Um, And then when you look into this rioting, what a lot of the authorities are saying, which I believe to be the case, is that you might have you know, a thousand people out there protesting. And maybe out of that thousand, maybe a hundred or 200 of them are the actual violent ones that are rioting as opposed to protesting. And they're the ones that start 
the, the confrontations with the police. But I'm telling you what I what I saw today w- was unreal. I was born in the 1960s. Of course, I was a young child born in 1965. I know this kind of thing happened during the 1960s, but I wasn't old enough to really to, to appreciate it. it. It's it's an amazing time we live in. We just got through this COVID-19 this is like a once in a lifetime thing that we've seen everything to get shut down for two months across the country and all that the retailers going through the restaurants, all the small businesses, really small and large businesses, what everybody's going through target announced today, they're closing a bunch of their stores all throughout the Midwest because they don't want to take a risk to their employees or to their businesses by being open. And what makes no sense to me is these rioters are, burning down and and you know really destroying businesses mostly in their own neighborhoods you know that that target that burned in minneapolis that's a target where that super target a lot of people get their groceries there i'm sure from that neighborhood how does that help their cause to burn down a target their own target uh in their neighborhood um it's it's just a tragedy to see these small business owners that just got the opportunity to reopen going through this. And some of the video I saw today, I, I don't even know how to describe it, in areas where you wouldn't really expect it to take place. So I'm I'm just kind of flipping through Facebook, you know, finding these different live videos going on. Santa Monica, Santa Monica California, which is an upscale area. Santa Monica, California, uh, having rioting right here in Orlando, Florida, up the road in Jacksonville, Florida. I mean, we're a thousand miles here in central Florida from where this event happened in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Why are we rioting here in central Florida? I don't know. Um, Santa Monica, California, they had to institute a 4 p.m. curfew starting today. I'm watching the police shooting rubber bullets and tear gas at these protesters on the streets of Santa Monica, California, Southern Illinois, which is really farm country other than the, the university being there, Champaign, Illinois. Uh, the, the looters broke the windows out of the mall there. And this is on live uh, television and it's streaming over Facebook. They are breaking the windows out of, um, Old Navy, uh, Macy's, all the different mall stores, and they're they're running in and running out with with arms filled with clothes and electronics, and on and on and on. I, I'm I'm watching this, and I cannot believe my eyes what I'm seeing. I thought it was fascinating what the mayor uh, said there. I, I believe it was the mayor of uh, Saint Paul said that the vast majority of the violent rioters, it turns out, are from out of state. And I just don't know. I'm, I'm hearing these, these conspiracy theories. Maybe they're not conspiracy theories. Maybe they're accurate that a lot of these rioters, the violent ones, the troublemakers that are causing the problems are not people living in those neighborhoods. They're people that are being brought in to stir up trouble. Uh, I don't know that, but that was interesting uh, that the uh, Twin Cities 
mayors are both saying this. Uh, Minneapolis and St. Paul mayors are both saying that the vast majority of those that have been violent are from out of state. I, I, I find that to be interesting. You know, another thing that is just interesting. I, I ask myself today, I'm 55 years old. I was born in 1965. I certainly, I was born just after the time when this country was so divided and segregated. But I still saw, growing up in Chicago, I still saw without official segregation, I still saw segregation. But I went to a high school uh, that was actually in an African-American neighborhood, and about a third of our students were African-American. And I lived in a neighborhood. It was an odd thing. And, and this is how the city of Chicago is, you know, was organized really at the time. I lived in a neighborhood that was all white. And then when I went to high school, it was the first time that I was with African-American um, people my same age, be just because of how the city of Chicago was organized. And I'm glad I had that experience because I had some great friends, especially in marching band. Uh, I was in the marching band and I, I made some great friends and got to know, you know, that people are people. And uh, it was a great lesson for me. It's unfortunate that there are people still in this country that live a segregated life that don't know that we're all human beings. We all have blood running through our veins. This idea that because someone is a different color because someone has a different background than you, that, that, that something is wrong with them, that you are better than them, that you should be separate from them. It, 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 is, a, it is a crazy uh, thought. And, and you think as the world continues to move forward here into, we're in the year 2020, for goodness sake, that we would be beyond this, that this would be something that we, we don't look at anymore. And, you know, I don't know this situation with this Derek Chauvin and, 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 and George Floyd. I don't know if it was because of George Floyd's race. I don't think any of us know that. I know this was police brutality. From what I saw on the video, it was murder. Although the cop is entitled to his day in court, that video is pretty darn convincing. I'm not sure what else could be added to that, but it's police brutality. And whether George Floyd was white, whether he was black, whether he was Asian, whether he was Hispanic, I think we should all be outraged equally. It's wrong what happened. And, and it's a shame, though, that it has to keep going back. Uh, to being a racial issue. I'm not a black man. I don't know what it's like to be a black man in America today because I can't know. But I do know a lot of wonderful black people that, you know, people I train with in the martial arts, people that I've uh, played with uh, as musicians here in this area, people that I grew up with when I went to uh, the high school that I did uh, on the southwest side of Chicago. Um, it's, it's amazing to me and so horribly sad that we're still divided like this. Are we not all Americans? Are we not all human beings? Uh, it, it is so sad to see this happening.
And I can make no sense of the looting and the destruction of the businesses. Folks, if you're listening tonight and you and you want to protest, protest. Uh, a bunch of people get together. You you protest. You 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 make it clear what your demands are. You have a leader. You negotiate for what you want. Uh, do police uh, departments need to be reformed in this country? Yes. Does there need to be more oversight? Yes, because they're human beings. And I'll tell you what, some of the most unpleasant interactions I've had in my life have been with people that work for the government. So I get it. I get it that government workers can be horrible people, especially when they have a gun. Um, but they can also be some of the most wonderful people. I mean, uh, most police officers, I think, are, are good people that want to do good things. They went into that job because they wanted to help people. The same thing with firefighters and first responders. These are the 99% and maybe the 99.9% that are the heroes of our society. These are the heroes that we just celebrated during COVID-19 and all of those that put their lives on the line that worked in the emergency rooms without masks, the paramedics, the first responders, the police officers, all of the, the people that pitched in and worked 24 hour shifts in some cases. And, and, and now we're vilifying all police as being bad and being racist. And it, it's just, it doesn't make logical sense. I guess we'll leave it at this in this segment. What can we pray for? We can pray for peace. Our pastor today talked about the golden rule in the Bible. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. These are simple things to say. Maybe not so simple for us to all live out in our lives. Uh, maybe this is a, a week, as our pastor said today, to go do a random act of kindness Pay for somebody's coffee behind you in line. Pay for someone's food in the drive-thru that's, that's behind you. Bring a neighbor a meal that's maybe shut in. Uh, pull off and help somebody that has a stranded vehicle. Maybe this is a week that you, you can't control these riots and the looting, but maybe you can do your small part to do something positive, to try to put something positive out there and to create uh, you know, maybe a, a good feeling for one person. Maybe that's all each of us can do. And if we all do it, maybe together that will give some sort of momentum to turning the page on this. But man, oh man, are, are we living in crazy times? We really are. All right. With just a couple of minutes left, I wanted to tell you something new that I'm doing that I want you to check out. I think it's interesting. It's called medium.com medium.com. Now you can find me over there under my author name, which is James L. Paris. That's what I use as my author name, even though everybody here knows me as Jim Paris. If you go over to medium.com, you'll see my article that I just put up there on these incredible deals that Hertz is offering. Hertz, as you know, has gone bankrupt. They're selling off 80% of their cars. And I did a big article on it showing you how to tap into these deals. And some of these cars are even going for below $7,000. Now, if you want to get to the article, there's two ways you can do it. You can go to christianmoney.com. There's a link to my article at the top of the page. 
You can also go directly to medium.com and you can type in my name, James L. Paris. You'll find me there. Uh, that's my first article I've written for medium.com. I mentioned it to you also because it's kind of a little side gig. It's a moneymaker for a lot of people. I am presently reading a book to learn more about it. I'm actually going to be teaching on this in the next couple of weeks in my VARS training, uh, how you can make money doing this. Believe it or not, this will shock you. Some people are writing a little article every day over at medium.com, and they're getting paid thousands of dollars per month for doing this. And uh, so it's kind of a a nice side gig if you're a writer, if you're somebody that's an influencer. You should check it out uh, when you go to medium.com. Just click on the medium.com partner program and you'll find out more about that. And my first article is up there. We'll see how it goes. I think my first article, I published it, what was it, on Wednesday morning. And I think it's got over a thousand views. I don't know how much money (laughs) I've made from it or not. I haven't really checked on that part of it. But, uh, you know, I'm a big believer in multiple streams of income. So it's pretty cool. Check it out, medium.com. And as we close out this hour, let me just say this. Pray for peace. Pray for our country. Pray that we can somehow all come together after all of this and that justice is done for George Floyd. All right, we'll take a one-minute break. We'll refire the open. We'll be back with our special guest after this as we talk about angels, God's messengers and i've got my own angel story i'm going to share with you as well we'll be back in one minute stand by